welcome to Cosplaying Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am Jesse, as always. As always. Uh, hey, Jesse, what's up? Uh, not much. We just got back from our long-awaited Disney trip. Yeah, we did. Coming soon to a podcast app near you. That's not this episode. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. Well, you're weird about time, so you just all do it both ways. You just Maybe like, you already heard it. Maybe it's in the future. Paige will decide this out. <laughs> Um, hey, Jesse, Cocktail Corner, you made a cocktail. Okay, well, because we did just get back from our Disney trip, mm-hmm. um, uh, there's a drink we didn't get to try because the bar was closed to, due to COVID that everyone says is really good, and it's called the Tokyo Sunset. So I looked up what was in it, and it was nothing Japanese. It <laughs> Are was, you serious? Yeah, it was literally peach Because it was supposed to be at the Japanese. Japanese? Yeah, it was at one of the Japanese, the sake bar that was closed. Yeah. So we couldn't, I didn't get to try it, which was no big deal, because then afterwards, I was like, well, maybe I can make it for the podcast. Yeah. So I Googled, and was nothing Japanese, and I didn't understand. There was no sake in it. It was peach schnapps and coconut rum. It was basically like a sex on the beach. <laughs> so I was like, mm, don't love that. So I was like, I'm going to make a Tokyo Sunrise, which I'm sure I've ripped off. Because it's basically a tequila sunrise. I guess it really only has one ingredient in common with a tequila sunrise. So the way I made the Tokyo sunrise (laughs) was sake instead of tequila. Uh I used orange pineapple instead of orange juice. And instead of grenadine to get the kind of red sunsetty Uh color, I used uh, fresh squeezed blood orange juice. It was so pretty yeah. and good. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with that one. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm Kudos, not saying right? that I didn't unintentionally rip that off from somebody, but uh, uh, that's what I came up with for the... Again, I intended to make the Tokyo Sunset because I thought it would be a sake base. I bought some sake at the Japan Pavilion. Right. And so I thought that it was going to be a sake base drink considering it was at the sake bar. And then it wasn't. <laughs> so right. I had to come up with my own. It was real good. And that's what I came up with. That was a win for sure. Yeah. Um, hey, Jesse, don't you have a new segment or something that's not really new anymore? Oh, uh, it's not really new anymore. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. So. Hold on. Pause. You all ready for this? This is somewhat, I had a Disney one picked out, but I want to save it for the Disney So this is Disney adjacent. Okay. If you could live in any one of the countries from the Epcot World Showcase for one year, what would you pick? Mm. Interesting. Besides America, obviously. Uh, we already, I guess you could pick America, but like. England. I would judge you. Well, it's United Kingdom. Yeah, the United Kingdom Pavilion. Because I got Scottish stuff in there as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just really like, like, I think it's one of the prettiest ones. I think they're all really pretty, and there's stuff I like about all of them, except for America. I think I might pick. (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong. Um... I think maybe Mexico. Yeah, that's good. Just to get my Spanish to be, like, because I think I reckon I'd be fluent in Spanish. Yeah. But I don't know, like, because originally I was thinking Japan. But, like, I don't think I would be fluent in Japanese even after a year of living there. I think I would just be, like, 
oh, there's that chubby American that can't speak Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so we have a really exciting episode for you today. We are doing an interview um, with Denise at Skeleton Key Cosplay. Hey, welcome, Denise. Thank you so much for being on with us today. Hello. First of all, thank you for being on with us. We're really, really excited. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. No, oh, we are so excited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You want to start counts. off? Yeah. Let's... So first question isn't really a question. Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. It can be um, about fandom or about cosplay, or it can just be in general. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll... I'll do a little bit of both. Um, so I um, I do cosplay as a hobby, but um, I also focus on being a cosplay commissioner. So that's what I do for full-time work. Um, and when I'm not doing work or trying to somehow fit in a hobby in addition to all that, um, I have a two-year-old son and a husband and two cats and we all garden and have a lot of fun <laughs> that's awesome it's it's a, a whole nother thing when you're trying to do something like a passion project like that when you've got the kiddo and the family and stuff it's adds a whole other level to it so yeah yeah it's a lot of balancing um so denise just to kind of go with uh the theme of the podcast uh what are you drinking right now and what is your favorite cocktail um so I am currently drinking water, although I did have some wine earlier. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite cocktail, I would say, is just a classic martini, a dirty martini. Oh, we haven't um, heard that yet. No. Oh, really? Okay. Extra olive. Extra olive, and if bonus if it's got cheese stuffed inside. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you have done some really amazing cosplays with your family. Tell us about how you incorporate your family into your cosplay life. Um, this is such a fun question, uh, or I guess funny to me, um, because I just sort of force them to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, though. My husband, um, he, you know, he's pretty open. Like, he he's not super hardcore into any fandom like he'll enjoy watching things with me but then I'll watch something and I'll say oh, I really need to dress us up as this and and think about if we dressed up our son as this and then he gets you know excited thinking about the costume for our child so right he recognizes that he's you know dressing up to be a part of the full picture <laughs> right right <laughs> He's like, I'm here. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just here to be cute. <laughs> um, well, speaking of fandoms and, and having a favorite fandom, what is yours? Um, okay. Oh, shoot. I was thinking of, of this over the past couple weeks, and I have a couple. <laughs> um, I really like Harry Potter, and I really like Lord of the Rings, but also Game of Thrones. <laughs> so yeah. Can I give three? Yeah, you can have, I mean, I don't know that we have a specific, you know, we've talked before, we have several fandoms that kind of tie up there that it's like, well, I love this one for this reason, or this one for this reason. Like, Yes, that's right. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in, and, you know, that's what I'll go toward if I'm in a certain kind of mood, so. <laughs> um. So, are any of your favorite fandoms the ones that you enjoy cosplaying from the most, or is there another fandom that you maybe don't love as much that you enjoy cosplaying from more? 
Um, yeah, so that is really funny because, okay, I guess I should have tied in a fourth one because I, I, <laughs> I cosplayed the most from the Star Wars universe. And, you know, I, I grew up, I, I sort of liked Star Wars, but I didn't really fall in love with it until more recently. Um, and I cosplay most from the Star Wars fandom. And now that I've been watching more of the content, like the Clone Wars and things like that, I just started watching Rebels as well. Um, it's just really funny because now I'm like really into it. And I'm like, oh, I got to make this character. And now I have to make that character. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So you mentioned earlier that you uh, do commissions as your main uh, job. So mm -hmm. when was your very first experience with costume making in general? Um, oh, man. I guess... I mean, does it count when I'm when I was a kid? And it absolutely like, does. That's okay. normally everybody's first first reaction is cosplaying with my grandma or costuming oh, with my grandma, sewing Halloween costumes with my mom. Like, that's normally the answer we get from most cosplayers. Yeah. 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 So that's definitely pretty early on. Um, I guess I can I can throw in a mix um, from the general answer that everyone sure. gives and talk about in high school so I grew up in um a small town in West Michigan where um it was settled by Dutch immigrants um and so every year we celebrate a tulip festival and people will get dressed up in Dutch costumes and wear mm -hmm. wooden shoes and you know those costumes have to be made so my, my mom and grandma helped sew my costume um, for the Tulip Festival and, um, you know, people will get dressed up in their costumes and, and dance for tourists. So right. <laughs> it's really fun. Well, I hope you know that we need to see a picture of that to post with the episode now. Oh, absolutely. I will have to dig and get you one. because Yes, that'll be amazing to post because yeah. that's the kind of details that I think is really interesting. Like, oh my gosh, look, like cosplaying at this age, you know, like. Yeah. It's like right. such a weird you know, small kind of thing. And it's so funny because people like tourists would come and they thought we were like Amish people. And like, that's how we dressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, it's a costume. Uh, all right. So this is kind of a broad question, but what's your absolute favorite part of cosplay? Um, I think the level of confidence that I feel, cause like, I mean, I, I think I feel pretty confident generally but like you know I'm usually just wearing a t-shirt and some pants and I don't really care about what I look like from day to day I don't even wear any makeup but then you know putting on a costume and like doing my hair and makeup it's like wow I feel so fabulous I feel like a million bucks right now <laughs> like yeah we've talked about what a big like thing that has been in our lives the the confidence that has come along with cosplaying and and not just confidence and you know like the way we look although that is a huge part of it yeah. but like our uh you know the improvement of our sewing abilities or our crafting abilities or just you know like our abilities to work under pressure like we yeah. just have more confidence in all of that yeah it's amazing you know just what even a hobby can do to boost your morale 
Right, for sure. Um, okay, so opposite side of the coin, what is your least favorite part of cosplay? Um, I was going to go in a different direction, but definitely like having to go to the bathroom at a convention. <laughs> There's just never enough room. There's never enough room. <laughs> your costume always has to, to help you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so our next question, I guess, is more of a request. Um, you're very detail-oriented in your costumes. So what, uh, tell us more about why that's something that's important to you when you're making a costume. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I I get really lost in details in costuming, um, and I really like to focus in on small details. Um, even if a costume looks plain, like like the Ray costume that I made or Padme, like they look, you know, uh, quote unquote simple. But right. um, if you zoom in, you know, there's a lot of detail. Um, and I think part of that was I, I went to uh, UNC um, Chapel Hill for um, grad school in costuming. And I think um, I think the culture there and the head of my program helped me to really appreciate those details. Um, and she always told us, you know, if we made a costume, it should be as pretty on the inside as it is on the outside. You know, so I really learned to stop trying to get everything just done and focus more on doing it well. Right. Right. Yeah. I wish mine looked pretty on the inside, but they <laughs> never do. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sewing too. So yeah. if I get it to look at the right shape and, you know, fit me, then I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, in some of my costumes, like for myself, I'm willing to make a little bit of, you know, leeway on that. Right. <laughs> Well, and the fun thing, like we've talked before, we've done some cosplays that like are so simple because they're supposed to, you know, not necessarily simple, but it's, we, you don't have to worry about, you know, these little tiny details because they're supposed to look really rugged or torn up or, you know, mm -hmm. not perfect. So we're like, we like those. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I like making something look old and dirty and disgusting. It's so much fun. Right, right. Um, okay, so uh, do you, out of all of your cosplay builds, your costumes that you've done, do you have a favorite? I do. Um, it's the little Ewok costume that I made for my child. It is the cutest dang thing. I didn't know ever. <laughs> so cute. And I can't <laughs> believe he let me put it on him. I was so, I, I gave him so many crackers as... <laughs> <laughs> bribing to get him to put the hood on and uh it just every time I see it it makes my heart so happy <laughs> so again the other side of the coin of all the cosplays that you've made do you have a least favorite yes um and I think it's the first true cosplay that I made which is Chun-Li um you know, it definitely, I'm, I think I made that costume more than 10 years ago. So it just, I just see now how much better I could do it. And it drives me crazy that I still haven't remade her to just prove to myself that I can do it better. Right. 
Is that something you do a lot? Like after you've done an initial cosplay build, do you ever go back and be like, okay, here's all the things I'm changing about it. Like, yeah, I, um, <laughs> I was talking to a friend on Instagram the other day saying how I've made like four different versions of, um, raised pants for her first costume. And oh. like, I now have to make another pair of pants. At least at least I got a good um, design of the pants. I've just been working out, and so I don't fit in them anymore. <laughs> so I have to remake them. Um, but I've made, like, especially with Ray, I'll, like, you know, make the first costume. I'm really happy with it, but then I'll learn that there's, you know, details that I missed, and or I've used a fabric that doesn't quite work quite well and mm -hmm. so I'll you know remake it and then I'll feel happy eventually <laughs> okay so as a cosplayer um how do you deal with uh the feelings of competing um and comparing in the cosplay community yeah it is it's really hard um I think I think because cosplay has become so popular um you know, there's a lot more people who aren't necessarily cosplayers who are commenting on, on you. Um, right. And more often than not, the comments that I get are criticisms of my actual physical appearance. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really hard to, you know, put yourself out there and be brave enough to do it. Um, and I, I think my best way to work against that is to you know have real life friends who are really good at uplifting my spirits and reminding me that I am beautifully wonderfully made and that those those negative words have no place you know resting in in my soul you know it's like right. yeah, yeah talked about that before how generally it's non-cosplayers online who have the most negative things to say mm -hmm. about yeah. like oh well, you're not the right race or you're not the right body type or, or that's right literally you don't yeah. have the right nose you don't have right. the right yeah um, yeah and i think it comes from a lack of understanding of what cosplay is because it's like right you know, there is there is a space for people doing look-alike costumes, and that is fun. Um, mm -hmm. But not everyone wants to do that. Sometimes they just want to dress up like the character, and it doesn't matter right. if you don't look like the actor. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's not the goal. Right. Well, and most people don't, right? Like, most people don't look like a Hollywood actor who has $1,000. Yeah you know, hair and makeup team right. and personal trainer and that's know, it's just right. not realistic. So yeah, we it's found not. both our personal experience and just talking to Lots people on the podcast that it tends to be not, because we're always, when we first started doing the podcast, we were most worried about other cosplayers being like, oh, well, I could do that these, way better or. Well, or just like these, you know, mediocre baby cosplayers mm -hmm. are starting a podcast about cosplay like any of that no we've I had the opposite that, right, that don't that don't put in the work and don't know what goes into it that are That's the ones right. that, and they're they, they you know they're also I'm sure trolling 15,000 right. other people like not just cosplayers like they just 
whatever is wrong with their personality they get off on trolling people on On the internet that's right yeah I think that's absolutely true so I've I've started I talked to another friend about this and we joked that you know hey let the trolls comment because it boosts our posts (laughs) that's true that's a good way of looking at it yeah because they're gonna keep coming like I don't think way to stop that on well, the internet and like really. you said it's it's mostly just people that have no like they don't care that you put in the work of the cosplay and that's who you're posting it for mm-hmm. people who are going to appreciate it and you know know that you put in all this time and work for it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so again not necessarily a question more of just a request uh tell us a little bit about doing cosplay commissions yeah um oh man i could i could say a whole lot about it um (laughs) um yeah i guess i guess i i started off doing doing commissions of specifically cora because she's she's one of my earlier cosplays um because i just went to like a local smaller anime convention and i just thought you know i'll choose a simpler character to cosplay, um, or I guess simpler costume to cosplay with. Um, and so then I thought, well, maybe if I post pictures of this on Etsy and, you know, let people know, hey, I can make this in your size, you know, I, I put in listings so that mm-hmm. people could order. Um, and it just kind of grew from there. It's like I started with one character and then... Um, I think Ray is is the character that like helps me really fully expand um cuz for a long time I was doing Korra but then uh when the Force Awakens came out I was like oh man I love this character so much and um started cosplaying as her and you know I did the same kind of thing where I advertised like hey I can make this costume to fit you know you as well mm-hmm. um and once people saw that I, you know, was making Ray, they were like, oh, well, you know, can you make this other character from the Star Wars universe? Like, because I, I also made my husband Kylo Ren. So I was like, okay, well, now all the Kylo Rens were asking me, you know, to make pieces. And then it, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. Um, so it's it's been kind of amazing the past few years, like, seeing all the things that I've gotten to make. It's It's been yeah. really fun. That's awesome. Do you have any uh, future cosplays or cosplays in progress that you're like super excited about? Yes. Um, So this is, I have no idea when I'll actually get to make this costume, but it's, I want to do it so bad. So you asked me the question of, um, do I often, you know, go back and remake things? Um, So when I was Uh an undergrad, I made one of, um Queen Amidala's costumes and you know I was like a poor 20 year old kid so I didn't have you know a lot of resources to make a really good looking costume um but I also didn't have the skill set that I do now um so I'm planning on remaking that costume you know from the ground up and then I I really want to do like a side by side of like, look, everyone has to start somewhere, and right. you know, no, that's it a takes good idea. time to learn the skill. Yeah, 
<laughs> All right. Next question. Who or what inspires you? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think I think my husband is definitely an inspiration for me. Um, he, you know, grad school was super hard and intense and I was working really long hours, but man, he really kept me going and he did really fun things. Um, like he would hide fruit snacks around the house for me. Oh, <laughs> like little packets. I know, isn't that so sweet? He would like hide little packets of fruit snacks for me just to make me happy. <laughs> like, you know, like he just find ways, he finds ways to help me, you know, like to feel better and to keep going. And he's such a good balanced view of, you know, how how I work as an artist because I'll I'll often come to him and you know I'll ask him or I'll I'll say to him you know I just feel like I didn't succeed at anything today and I feel like I suck as an artist and he just you know reminds me that like you know that's just a feeling and that's gonna go away and and you you do really good work um he sounds like a pretty good dude He's, he's such a good dude. And he's, he, I call him my resident designer because anytime, anytime something is off, I'll bring him in and he just, he has an eye for things. It's so funny because, you know, he's not really tapped into the arts at all, but he, he definitely can see like what I'm not seeing. And then whatever he chooses is always the right choice. It's so great. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have a favorite convention to attend or that you want to attend someday? Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry. Questions, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my favorite one that I have attended, it's, well, it's a toss-up between Dragon Con and KatsuCon because um, they're just such fun conventions to catch right. up with friends um and I just love that I'll be walking along and then it's like hey I was just talking about you hey let's go <laughs> hang out and you know we'll chat again um a, a convention that I do want to go to I would say either oh actually yes I would like to go to either Star Wars Celebration or D23 yes yeah I think that would be so much fun I yeah. and I had tickets to go to Star Wars Celebration when it was hosted in Chicago mm -hmm. um but then I got pregnant and my dang day dang yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I so I think when it was when it was running I was like 36 weeks pregnant and I had my child two weeks later and I was like I think I made the right choice by not right. going <laughs> right yeah uh, that year yeah yeah BB-8 yeah she had crocheted BB-8 and so I stole it oh or get over it. <laughs> nope she's it's my I mean it was a really good con other than that um I was I yeah cool living vicariously through all my friends <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's neat that they do like so many big announcements, but it also sucks because like it's so hard to get into those panels. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I'd go again. Would recommend. Uh, do you prefer solo cosplays or group cosplays? Um, so so far I've done a lot of solo cosplays, or you know, if I have the time you know, I'll have done a family cosplay, which is kind of like a group. Um, right. You're just doing all the work. Oh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, hey, now. <laughs> I keep trying to uh, teach my, my two-year-old how to sew, and I'm like, one day, one day, little one, <laughs> you will help me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just uh, started um, chatting with a group of ladies um, in this area, and um they they do a lot of group cosplays um so i'm hoping that one day uh when they when they do another group um i'll be able to participate in that cuz i don't think i've done a group cosplay yet and it's something that i've wanted to do ever since i've gone to conventions i'm like that looks like so much fun yeah i think it looks really fun too i know a lot of people that say like, you know, that they've done a lot of um, group cosplays, but they're like, uh, no, we like solo cosplays better because you only have to worry about you. Like you don't have to yeah, other people right. getting their lives together. Like <laughs> it's, it's just you worry about you and you do you. And if you look good, then, you know, then you're all set. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I still think they look fun, too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, what has been your most challenging cosplay to date and why? Um, so I think it's my current Wonder Woman costume. Um, so that's, that's another costume where I made, I made her, um, when the movie came out, I think it was 2017. Um, and now I'm remaking her. (laughs) Cause I wasn't happy with the first one. Um, I'm seeing a trend here. Um, right. <laughs> so I'm now remaking her and I'm really happy with where it's going, but man, it is it is proving to be difficult. Um there there's just some like structural uh it's it's speci- it's one specific piece of the costume that's like been really challenging for me to figure out. So hopefully I'll I'll have figured it out soon enough so I can get some good photos of it by the time this episode comes out. Um, but I would say overall I'm much more happy with how this version is going. Um, I wa- I wanted to do this project so that I could better understand how to work with foam because man I've I've seen some other cosplayers make foam creations and I'm just like that is incredible I we've yet to I've I've not messed with foam hardly like at all and (laughs) I every time I see them like it looks so cool like I could do it but I was just so scared of it yeah yeah it is a little intimidating at first I mean when you pick up a roll of foam it's like oh this shouldn't be as scary as what it is exactly yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, I'm much more comfortable with sewing, but I'm trying to, you know, expand, you know, Absolutely. my skill set as an artist. For sure. All right. So if money and time, you had unlimited money, unlimited time to make any cosplay that you wanted, what would you pick? Oh, man, I 
I would definitely choose the diva from the fifth element. Yes. I would love to make that costume and I would love to make it like super screen accurate, but I don't really know how to work with latex and, you know, I I don't even know how they, I I think her costume was made out of latex. Um, Man, that would just be so cool. So I'd have to, you know, spend however long it takes to learn how to, you know, make garments out of that. And then, Mm -hmm. It would be so cool. <laughs> I look forward to seeing that too. That, Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, do you have a favorite con or cosplay story? Yeah. Okay. So I was... we started off asking like if anybody had a, the favorite drinking stories, but I think most people didn't really want to share theirs. Yeah. So and that's all we do on this podcast to share when we're uh, drinking too much and stupid. So uh, <laughs> not only too much, sometimes it's literally a drink and we do something stupid. That's so. true. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't take much for me to, I don't even have to be having any alcohol and I'll do something very well, stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, actually I do. Um, so I was at Raleigh Galaxy Con. Um, when was it? it? I mean, it wasn't last summer, but the summer before. Um, and I had brought my son with, and I think he was only like three or four months old. Um, and I was breastfeeding him at the time. And I made the very smart decision to still cosplay because oh <laughs> why not? Why not make my life difficult? <laughs> but I was... I was trying to get, they have like breastfeeding pods, you know, at convent. Well, I mean, I don't know if they have them at every convention center, but some places you'll, you'll see like a pod and you can, uh-huh. you know, get an app on your phone and you can get access to get inside. Um, and of course, because everyone is using their phone, um, I couldn't get access to the app to get into the stupid door so, and so I was like kind of standing stupidly in the middle of the hallway and just like trying to get my phone to work and all of a sudden this really nice guy just like struck up a conversation with me and he was just telling me you know how much he loved Wonder Woman and he thought my costume was really great and he wanted to talk about how awesome Linda Carter was and I was like this yeah this is all really great and meanwhile I'm thinking like man I really got to you know, get right. this breastfeeding pod and like, I feel really bad because like, I'm not trying to, you know, brush this guy off because he's right. being really nice to me. Um, and it wasn't until later that night that I realized that I was talking to and I forgot the name of the actor's name, but um, he plays Riker on Star Trek. Oh, Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> yes, yes. So I <laughs> totally was talking to him and I feel like such an idiot because I didn't know that it was him and he was being so nice and I just was like yeah yeah yeah, I gotta go dude <laughs> it felt so bad I was like I wish I would have like recognized him uh, you know it's uh, like- interesting that you said that because he's one that I don't like his character on Star Trek like I'm not a huge Riker fan but the first convention that I went to that he was there he was like a super nice guy the panel was running behind and like some mm. of the other actors, I won't say who, were like being a little bit rude. They were like yelling mm-hmm. at people 
microphone, like, get in the room. Like, we're not going to have time for the full panel. And he came out, was like shaking people's hands and talking to them. Oh, questions. That's so so cool. I'm pretty that he would do that. So mm -hmm. I'm glad you told that story because like, just, you know, further evidence that he sounds like a decent dude. Right. Yeah, I told that story to some of my friends and and they had met him at conventions and they also said he's a really nice guy. And I was like, well, he was really nice to me, <laughs> was very complimentary. And, you know, and I could. Yeah, he just he was a really nice guy. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice back when you were a beginner cosplayer, when you first started out or to someone who is now just starting out. What would that advice be? Um, I think, I think for my younger self, um, especially me, like I always wanted to just get things done. Um, I would have told myself, it's okay to take your time. And even if you're not producing as much, you're producing something that's really nice and it's going to last longer. Mm -hmm. um and that and I don't know that's pretty satisfying yeah for sure um okay Denise uh can you please tell us where everybody can find you and your amazing work on social media yeah I'm on Instagram at skeleton.key.cosplay and then I also post on Facebook um it's under skeleton key cosplay um and I do have a Twitter account. I, I don't post very often, but it's also Skeleton Key Cosplay. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on with us. We really, really appreciate it. And we are so excited to get a talk with you and find out a little bit more about your process with cosplay. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me to talk. And it was, it was great to hear from you guys. And yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much uh, for listening today. We hope that you enjoyed the interview with Denise. Um, you can follow along with us on social media. Uh, we are on Facebook at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, same for Instagram. And we're over on Twitter at uh, Cosplay Pod. You can we got it, you don't. We got it, you don't. You can send us all kinds of stuff. You can send us pictures of your cosplays, ideas for cosplay challenges, um, people you think would like to be interviewed, and just a lot of other stuff. Um, but you can also send that kind of thing over to Jesse on the email. Uh, yeah, you can send me uh, corrections. We always want to solicit those. Uh, we said something factually inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, answers to the I ask you a question. <laughs> Remember, that's not just for Paige. That's for you, listener. That's for you, too. Um, questions for me to ask mm -hmm. in, during I ask you a question or whatever mm -hmm. we're calling it these mm -hmm. days. Uh, weird fish picks, interesting plants and mushrooms, uh, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes. Uh, you guys know what we like. This is like episode 578. Yeah. Uh, it's not really 60 some, some, uh, some, some. Uh, where could they send that to? Cosplay and cocktails pod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Or cosplay pod at gmail.com because we got that one too now. We got it. You don't. Yeah, nobody sends me any emails there, so I'm going to start using it for like nefarious purposes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Except for now, I've publicly made it aware that right. that's my email, so if it pops up on like, you know, like feetpics.org. 
people will know. You think feetpicks.org is a real thing? We'll find out. Okay, I gotta put it in the incognito. <laughs> uh, okay, bye! Bye!